and welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Half Hour. I am one half of your tag team champions. My name is Greg Mahochko, and joining me as always, my co-host on the West Coast, that is Chad Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Greg. How's it going? It is going well. What a surprising time to be recording with you, sir. I know. It's the middle of the afternoon, and we're both awake. On a Saturday. (laughs) Uh, a very quick uh, peek behind the curtain for all of you folks out there. Uh, I, we usually try to record Sunday nights. That gives me you know, the opportunity to be lazy the rest of the night, do the production on Monday, and have a new episode for you on uh, Tuesday mornings. For whatever reason, that just completely did not happen last week. Uh, and, and our schedules never really aligned well uh, to get together and, and chat until five minutes ago and chad says hey if you want we can record a three if that's the works for you and i said how about now and uh which is i was watching peacemaker and eagly was getting all eagle-eyed oh yeah yes uh and we can certainly talk about that another time but chad uh you are a proud los angeles resident uh, a few of those words are are correct. Yes, you are a resident. <laughs> <laughs> I am a resident of the county of Los Angeles. That is correct. County of, I guess, not city of. No. Okay. You're down the road in Van Nuys, or no, I'm west of LA. So I'm between, I'm between LA, LA, and the ocean. LA. Uh. I have so many questions. Um, this episode is going to be, you know, dropping as realistically as soon as we're done here. Uh, there's not going to be any any like uh, downtime. But this episode is going to be about the Super Bowl, which uh, the L.A. Rams are uh, playing in. And I have my own thoughts about that. Of course, it's uh, their, their competition is the Cincinnati Bengals. It has always been my perception that there's so much going on in LA and there are mm-hmm. so many like transplants, not to say that there aren't uh, like native Los Angelians. I'm not sure that's the right word. Um, Angelinos. Thank you. Um, but I always feel like people bring their sports team with them to Los Angeles. Um, and so I guess my, my curiosity is, does anybody care? Well, I think there are because, you know, before they moved to St. Louis, the Rams were in L.A. for several years, and then they moved to St. Louis, and people were like, no, why are the Rams in St. Louis? We don't like the Rams anymore. And and then you've got the Raiders that have moved between Oakland and L.A. and Oakland and L.A. and Vegas. And, you know, the Chargers have moved from San Diego to L.A. I think they're in L.A. No one really cares about the Chargers. Famously from the uh... – 1990s cult uh, comedy hit basketball at the introduction. They're saying uh, the Raiders moved from Oakland to Los Angeles and back to Oakland. Nobody in Los Angeles seemed to notice. Yeah. Kind of like when the Cardinals left St. Louis, the football team that is right. I remember uh, KDSK channel five in St. Louis on their Sunday night news did a story about, Oh, the Cardinals left and moved to Phoenix, but then they were still the Cardinals that we knew. And so everyone 
you know, paid attention to the baseball Cardinals instead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, no, it is interesting. Yeah, you go depending on where you are. A lot of the bars around here are team specific bars. So like the one that is just a few blocks away from me is a Seahawks bar. So that's where all my friends who are Seahawks fans, they all gather during the football season. Uh, A little dive bar down on the beach cities that I eat at quite a bit is a, I think it's a Packers bar. And I know there's a Ravens and um, I think a Saints bar in the area as well. So yeah, you get, because of the transplants, you do get a lot of um, team specific area where people will know fans of those teams know where to go to be around like-minded individuals. And, and that's not something that's just for pro football fans, because I know, you know I'm a Husker fan and I know people who uh, either do still or have lived out in L.A. And they, they talk about like going to uh, one of, of a variety of Husker bars that are out there. Hmm. Uh, so it, it's it is a it's a big thing. You know, I, maybe I don't think people realize that if and I'm not saying this disparagingly, you know, but let's take like Green Bay, for example. Uh, if you're a lifelong resident of Wisconsin, you've you're you're in that echo chamber, you know that is it's it's all you know Wisconsin. It'd be at uh, Brewers or or Badgers for for college football. Certainly the Packers, uh, uh, the um, Milwaukee Bucks uh, in the NBA. You know, so but like not too many people, I don't think. And this is you know maybe this is just my, you know, small world purview, not that many people are like going to Wisconsin uh, and, you know, period. Sorry, Wisconsin. <laughs> Unless you like cheese. Yeah. Cheese, no beer and, and brats, I suppose. Yeah. Sadly, I like all of those, just not Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was there a question in there? I was, I was, I was looking at something else. No, I just feel like uh, um, you, you will find that in in larger populated areas, like people, yeah. like L.A. is a place people go, whether they they have you know like the Hollywood aspirations or uh, you you know just it's it's a, a major metropolitan area: Chicago, New York, Miami, uh, you Topeka. know, yeah. Topeka. Yeah. <laughs> Topeka. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, no, so what we're going to do in this episode again because the Super Bowls tomorrow is we're we're going to spend a couple minutes talking about uh, Chad being in LA uh, and how you went to the NFL like experience last weekend, correct? I did. Yes. Tell, the, tell everybody about about that. About awesome my experience with the experience. Yes. Um, yeah. So this is Super Bowl week, and uh, you know it's kind of like the WrestleMania football. That's a very uh, uh, specific way of looking at things to a specific yeah. audience. Some so, people would say that WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl of of wrestling. So I'm just wondering. well, yeah. And some people would call Tom Brady. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the Super Bowl or the Subway commercial is like catchphrase right now, but I can't think of it. So five dollars foot long. No, it's like you could say you could say this sandwich is the Ladanian Tomlinson Tomlinson of football and or subway. And they're like, you could say that, but I wouldn't or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, bad segue. Uh, Yeah. So with the with the Super Bowl here, you know, I was hoping 
to go to the Super Bowl this year. And unfortunately, my friend who is working it could not hook me up with tickets. And I really don't feel like paying $4,000 to sit in the last row of the stadium. Time out. Yeah. It's also important to note that rarely does a, a team playing in the Super Bowl like get to play at their home stadium. It's only happened twice, and that's in the last two years. For Tampa this Bay, Tampa? I, yeah, yeah, because they and they moved it to Tampa because of COVID, so right. it wasn't even supposed <laughs> to be there. But it's yeah. very convenient for Tom Brady. Yeah, again, the rules change in his favor <laughs> often. Right. So yeah, you know, and I think the fact that the Rams are playing at home, I, the only Rams football game that I've ever been to was their last game in St. Louis. Hmm. Okay. So I thought, oh, you know, in, in one respect, I'm like, oh, maybe the, my first L.A. game should be the Super Bowl. But uh, again, ticket prices just not uh, at a price point that I feel comfortable paying. And also uh, for people that are not familiar with the L.A. area, the football stadium is in Inglewood, which is right across the street from the Forum, which is my favorite musical venue. Uh, but there is no public transportation that goes there. and or at least easily goes there, I should say. And, you know, parking is at a minimum. And I've seen that the average parking space is going for about $200 with some places going for a few thousand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, even if you take an Uber or Lyft, it's probably going to cost you a couple hundred dollars to get down there due to surge pricing. And the fact that all the traffic going into the stadium will just be a pain. So, all that said, yeah, I don't plan on going to the Super Bowl. So when I found out that the Super Bowl experience was uh, happening at the uh, convention center, which is downtown, about 10 miles away from the football stadium, but easily accessible by the Metro rail system, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to go check that out. And, you know, I made the probably uh, classless and uh, coarse joke that I hope I wouldn't get beaten or abused while there. But then I realized that's the NFL girlfriend slash wife experience. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Chad, you just made this show dark. And I thought I was I thought I was going to get heat for talking crap about Wisconsin. Uh, but whew. Oh, I got to get it. I got to get up, turn the fan on up. Uh, Chad. So <sighs> I'm so but, proud of you, really. <laughs> um, hey, you know, it's not my fault. They have a problem with domestic abuse. It's true. It's it's nobody's fault but the NFL. Yeah. So, so we're going to spend uh, the next uh, 20 or so minutes celebrating the NFL and all the of NFL. our cherished memories. Yes. Uh, perfect. <laughs> now, the, the NFL experience, it was interesting. I, you know, it was... The bad thing is it was $20, but if you went by, if you took the Metro, you got 50% off. What they didn't say is that's only if you buy your ticket at the venue. If you pre-buy your ticket, you don't get a refund. So, uh, but I'm like still 20 bucks here in LA is nothing. Um, That's pretty cheap. So a friend and I went down and we, um, it was it was interesting. I, I think it's probably better this weekend because I'm guessing there are more people that are there and like autograph signings and whatnot. 
but it was kind of like the WrestleMania access events where they had a lot of displays. They had like locker room setups of certain players, lockers with their you know uniforms and everything. Uh, they had a couple of the Hall of Fame busts on display. They had John Madden, Peyton Manning, um, Eric Dickerson. I was Others. wondering about that because I, I feel like that's often something that the Hall of Fame does is, mm-hmm. you know, like when it it, it brings some uh, pieces of, uh, you know, like the, the teams who are participating in mm-hmm. the now John Madden, of course, makes a ton of sense because, you know, he recently passed. And so it's very timely. And he was, you know, a beloved uh, you know, announcer, you know, for many years, video game namesake, but obviously coach uh, even before that. Uh, Eric Dickerson, of course, uh, was a Los Angeles Ram. Um, mm-hmm. I was now just going by some of the few examples that you shared. Uh, I was more surprised uh, that they would have Peyton Manning and not Kurt Warner, who was also a Ram. But because he was that a St. Is- Louis Ram, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, maybe Peyton, because I think he's probably had an endorsement deal. Like it's a, in his requirement that his bust has to travel everywhere, but uh, that's fine. I mean that I just couldn't believe that his bust was like eight feet tall. Cause that giant forehead of his. <laughs> now, before we get onto some of those cherished memories that we talk about, yeah. do you have any theories? Like I, I don't know if we want to get into like predictions or who we want to, to win the game. Uh, my opinion over the last, like, like last year, uh, I would have been okay if the chiefs would have won. Uh, but obviously everything was in place. You, you know, it was predestined that Tom Brady was going to win again. Um, oftentimes I'm kind of like, I say this hyperbolically. I don't want anything bad to happen, but if you've seen some of all fears, uh, with uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Ben Affleck. It, it was a uh, Jack Ryan. It was a Tom Clancy novel on, on the character Jack Ryan. Um, there is a moment in there, they're at a, a football game. It's, you know, like the president, vice president, you know, they're at a football game in Baltimore and hmm. there's a terrorist attack hmm. that happens below the stadium. So jokingly, I've said in the past, if it's two teams I don't like, like when it was a Tom Brady team and like the mm-hmm. – the Baltimore Ravens or something. And I know it's a little close to home with the movie, but I said, Oh, I really wish, you know, somebody with some of all fears this, you know, or, or I'm, I'm, I, I root for the refs. I, I can't, I struggle to root for Cincinnati because they're in the same division as my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, and that's always, you know, kind of been a rivalry and I just absolutely cannot cheer for the Rams because I hate Stan Kroenke. I think he's a garbage human being. Uh, mm-hmm. for, for everybody has their own opinions. Uh, I was not a Rams fan. I've been to several Rams games in St. Louis, um, but the Rams being in St. Louis allowed the Pittsburgh Steelers to come play in St. Louis a, a few times that I was able to go first with like my parents and my sister, you know, that I, I bought the tickets and then later with my wife and our unborn son, cause she was with child. So that was his first uh, uh, Steelers game. And then uh, Stan Kroenke was so adamant about getting out of St. Louis that he didn't put any money into the team, watch them tank, then ticket sales fell below that you know threshold. He says, oh, we're out of here. you know. So I don't like 
I, I can't root for, and it's not anything against the players. You know, I, I know that some of the players who were there were here in St. Louis, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, if they win, he wins. And, and you know, I just can't have that. Yeah, and that's where I keep hoping and wishing that uh, all sports were like wrestling, where, you know, it could be like third quarter, and then all of a sudden the Cleveland Browns just storm the arena <laughs> and take over. And... <laughs> And you make it into a three-way game. You know, I just. Uh, Somebody's cashing in that money in the bank contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you get a Super Bowl game at any point in time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That, that is. <laughs> thank you, Chad. Thank you. Now, uh, we are going to uh, mention. You're a Dolphins fan. We know that. Uh, but uh, a mutual friend of ours and certainly more so of yours, Mr. Travis, or Dr. I believe Travis Yates. Uh, grew up a lifelong Bengals fan, I believe, and then changed allegiances when he moved to Florida. So have you talked to Travis? Is he, uh, it, it, what's, what's he feeling like right now? Uh, I did, you know, once the Bengals won, won the game and came to the Super Bowl, I texted him to say, hey, you're coming out to the Super Bowl, right? So I need someone else to make poor financial decisions along <laughs> with me and go to the game. And, you know, I think he, kind of like what you were saying with the Ram- with Kroenke and Rams, he's, and I hope I'm not misinterpreting uh, his his fandom, but I think he saw, you know, the Bengals have not been good very often and situations with the team as well. And so he just texted, he replied and said, you know, I stopped giving them money a long time ago. So, but when he moved to Miami and he said that he would become a Dolphins fan, and I believe he and his wife had season tickets for like the first two season, years they were down there. I said, don't do that because that's painful. And why, why do you want to trade in one misery for another? And he's, he's kind of agreed with me over the last couple of seasons. Um, yeah, that's, that's like I said, I don't even, you know, I'm surprised when dolphins make it to the pro bowl. I have no expectation expectations of them making it to the super bowl. And even if they make it to the super bowl during their own uh, watch along party, that's pretty impressive, but <laughs> did, did you, uh, did, yeah, did Travis, uh, as a Dolphin fan, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did you, uh, did you, uh, send Travis a particular song from like YouTube or something, uh, about, <laughs> about the Bengals and it was, uh, uh, Elton John and Kiki D and don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that one. I did. Like I said, I, and I played it on, uh, you know, the show here a few weeks ago. Uh, I just do the hootie song, you know, yep. Such a baby, the dolphins make me cry. Just it's it's on repeat from September through January usually. So, <laughs> well, uh, thank you for sharing your your NFL experience. Experience. Um, what, do you have some like Super Bowl memories? Obviously, it is, and I think this is part of why I, I dislike the Super Bowl for a number of reasons. One, the me personally, this is purely um objective ob- subject subjective mm-hmm. um i don't care for the super bowl halftime shows uh the last one that i enjoyed was 2011 when did the who play i enjoyed the who um but i don't have time for any of these pop acts and i know mm-hmm. You know, this year, this, you know, this weekend is more of a throwback to the 90s hip hop stuff. 
Uh, and that's fine. Like I didn't listen to hip hop in the nineties, but at least it's, you know, like artists that I recognize, you know? Um, yeah. Well, and I'd say, you know, at the experience, they did have a little set up for halftime shows and they had some clips playing and, you know, I, I forgot about Red Hot Chili Peppers and Bruno Mars and, you know, print and they had uh, a display. They had like last year it was the weekend. And so they had like this display that was set up like his little tunnel thing that he played in that you could walk through and take photos. And they had the jock straps of the, that the people were wearing on their faces. Um, but then they also had Prince's costume from when he played, which is an iconic moment. And they had. Katy Perry's outfit and the left shark costume, which if you remember that story, uh, I don't know full details, but whoever was in the left shark costume was a replacement and didn't know the routine. Mm. And so it was just out there and blew up Twitter because of not knowing what he was doing. So, uh, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I like the halftime shows, but the last few, I couldn't name the last really good one, you know, and I, I, because again, time being subjective, I'm like, oh, just a couple of years ago, yeah, it was Aerosmith and NSYNC and Britney Spears. And I'm like, no, that was 20 years ago. That was, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's. I do have a horrible joke. It's not a joke. It was an observation. And again, I don't remember which um, uh, specific Super Bowl it was or what year, how many years ago. But I remember it was like a big pop music fest or something like I, it might have been slash might have been like coming out and playing guitar but like maybe black eyed peas were there and i made a joke in person not on social media i'm not that that crazy and i can't i can't believe i'm going to say it here uh but since our numbers are so low i think i'll be able to slide under <laughs> the radar but i made the comment of like they got usher down safely from the rafters but not owen hart Ooh. Should I edit that out, Chad? Because that your reaction was just cold. And that was not a joke. It, it was not. It, I'm not like making fun of the Owen Hart tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, Owen Hart's a much better guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone probably spent more money on safety precautions than someone else. Oftentimes you only make those mistakes once. Yeah, yeah, like I said, try if you at first you don't succeed, skydiving's not for you. Oh, god, all right. Um, uh, Super Bowl well, memories, I mean, Chad. Well, I was gonna say, real quick, uh, music. Uh, there are Super Bowl concerts going on this weekend. Uh, Thursday night was Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly, who are two people that uh, apparently exist and yeah. make music. And then last night, uh, Friday night, I did go see uh, Gwen Stefani and uh, Blake Shelton. And did she play any of her uh, stuff from No Doubt? Yes. Did you say she was sorry? I'm not home right now. I'm walking through a spider web, so leave a message yes. and I'll call you back. Yes, she was really good. And then Blake didn't come on until eleven o'clock, and we oh, gave him yeah. three songs. And I went, "Wow, Blake Shelton's really boring." And I don't really know any of his songs so we left and then uh tonight we're going back and seeing miley cyrus and green day so that should be a fun show it was 2002 i saw green day in uh the mtv pop disaster tour jimmy eat world was opening and then it was green day and then blink 182 
Okay. Green Day was by far the superior show. I have heard from several people that Green Day is one of the best concerts they've ever seen. So I'm I'm expecting a lot out of Green Day tonight. I don't maybe, know. Maybe less out of Miley. <laughs> uh, you know, I've seen Miley before. I oh, saw her Chad. when she was like really popular. And when she out Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga um, with her weird costumes and dancers and everything. So I am curious now that she is the more mature Miley. What will we see? I don't know. Well, be interesting. And then the fact that, you know, Gwen and Blake, I don't think would really perform together, but I can see because they're married. That's why they team them up. Um, but Miley Cyrus and Green Day, that's an interesting combination. It is. I feel like you're trying to uh, attract two segments of the the music population, if you will. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got about five minutes left in the show. <laughs> uh, Chad, do you have any uh, standout memories from from Super Bowl's past? Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Obviously, the the Rams Titans game stands out. Um, but other than that, because Tom Brady has won so many or, and played in so many, and as a Dolphins fan, you just, it, it's like you saying you can't cheer for the Bengals because they're in the same division as the Steelers. I could never cheer for the Patriots because they're in the same division as the Dolphins. And I, it just uh, became boring. Yeah. That too. It just terrible. And then, um, you know, th- one of the last Super Bowl parties that I went to was when the Broncos played the Panthers. Mm. And I did not realize that, again, it was friends of mine uh, who are all from Seattle. And I didn't realize it was going to be a Seahawks party. And so they just kept trash talking the Panthers the entire time. And I'm like, your team's not even in the Super Bowl. Why are you? And then there was one guy who was a Patriots fan who kept trash talking the Broncos. And we left after halftime. Yeah. I was like, I, this is ridiculous. Like, but yeah, other than that, I don't really have any, you know, it, we've talked about it before where, you know, I traveled for six years to see NH, every NHL game team. And I went to the Stanley cup finals. I, I could barely tell you very many details of the games that I saw. Mm-hmm. So the super bowl is kind of the same way where you watch it, but it's more about the halftime show. It's more about the commercials and I, I think um, for me, I think for me, it, it's, it's, it's in, it, it, I've learned uh, over time, it's, it, wrestling was the same. It's more about the fellowship. It's more about just being yeah. around your friends and, and, and having that time together. Uh, I'm as a Steelers fan, I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back or anything like that because I played zero part, but I've been fortunate enough to see my team win two Super Bowls, Super Bowl 40 and 43. Those are probably the only ones that, you know, gun to my head, I'd be able to tell you who <laughs> who won, you know, in, in my lifetime. Uh, Super Bowl 40, I was still living in Nebraska and uh, watched it with uh, my bowling team buddies uh, and, you know, their families. But one of the guys on the bowling team um, was a Seattle Seahawks fan. And the Super Bowl 40 was Pittsburgh versus Seattle. So that was there was a lot riding on that one from a bragging rights standpoint. And then three years, well, let's see, I moved to Salem in 2007 and Googled uh, where to find a Steelers bar, you know, essentially. Uh, and Carbondale, Buffalo Wild Wings mm-hmm. is where I ended up. 
Uh, but I met one of my very best friends to this day there, uh, opening day against the Browns. And then we watched, you know, like we would get together every week and watch football. And that included watching uh, the playoffs, watching the Super Bowl. So we were there watching uh, Super Bowl 43 uh, together. And, you know, I just uh, that was uh, famously Steelers versus Arizona. You had the longest interception return for a touchdown by James Harrison, the game winning uh, touchdown pass from Ben Roethlisberger to. Um, of course, I would forget. Uh, uh, I want to say Plaxico Burst, but I know that's not right. Um, Santonio Holmes. I got there. Get off my ass fandom. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, just. Uh, but Super Bowl 40 will always stand out to me because that was the one where, you know, the year prior Roethlisberger had, as a rookie had, you know, said to Jerome Bettis, who was contemplating retirement, Hey, big man, you come back next year. I'll get you to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 40 was in Jerome Bettis's hometown of Detroit. Uh, And so, you know, he, I think everybody knew it was going to be his last ride and he was, you know, his nickname was the bus. So it was like, you know, the bus parked uh, in Detroit uh, from a playing standpoint. And we would learn, you know, years later, he had one final stop, and that was Canton, Ohio, uh, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, so those are some of mine. But it's, you know, like I, I have vague memories of, of you know, like the, uh, the Prince halftime show and, and things like that. Well, real quick, because we're running out of time, but there is one outstanding Super Bowl memory that I think we have to close on. The Super Bowl shuffle, the 85 Bears. And Steve Mongo McMichael. Oh, yes. Good old Steve. But, yeah, uh, I think every team should do a Super Bowl song. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.